Without hyperbole, I can say that AI, true intelligent AI is finally here and it's going to change every part of your life and every part of society. So get ready. So I want to start by taking you back to over 20 years ago. I was in college. I was studying abroad uh, in Israel and I worked at this awesome startup before AI really existed, this sort of multimillionaire Israeli entrepreneur who transformed his huge mansion uh, into this basically AI training facility. His name was Yaki Dunietz. The company was called AI back when you can get insane domain names like that. Um, and he had one room where there were psychologists, linguists, basically providing positive, negative feedback to the system. And another room where you had engineers um, tuning the inputs of a system. And what they were looking to do was basically pass the Turing test for um, at a kind of a, a reasonable level. And I think in the end, they kind of got to something like if you if you really stretch, you would say, OK, got to maybe like second grade, third grade. But you could tell you were talking to a computer. I mean, it went a really, really long way from, um, you know, the days of Eliza, where you're like, this is clearly just a rules based system. It went a long way from all the, the other rules-based, very domain-specific AI of the day, of that day. Um, but it was pretty basic, but exciting, and just was sort of, you could tell at that time it was hitting the technological limits of what they could do, um, and it was not neural network-based uh, uh, at all. And um, since then, I've worked, I've done, you know, uh, work with the government uh, projects on AI for all sorts of armed forces and different things like that is, is sort of short stints. And I've been interested in AI for a long time, but then I went off and I started a couple companies and I went to grad school and invested and all sorts of stuff. And while I was hacking on AI, you know, a side note, check out fast.ai and others, I kept on building stuff for fun. Um, I didn't really have time or capacity to dig in. And then earlier this week, a friend, said basically, hey, check out uh, ChatGPT. And it's been on my list. I'm like absolutely behind the curve for doing this. And I started interacting with this damn thing and my mind was blown. And we talked about it, me and my buddy. Um, this is one of those, you know, he compared it to, this is like one of those, uh, the moment when you first got on the internet, like AOL, dial up, you pick up your phone and, and you hear a computer communicating one of those moments, this is really, I really believe we're at a fundamental shift in society now in AI equivalent to like the Gutenberg printing press where talk to this thing and it is incredible. You can basically have it write a multi-stage game of any kind. It can design any picture you want. It can give you business advice. It can write an investment memo. It can write a gratitude letter. It could write a sarcastic story. This thing is deeply, deeply, deeply powerful. So somewhere in the, um, in the last few years, collectively OpenAI, and I'm sure Google, and I'm sure all the national security agencies, especially China and the US, um, have started cracking the code. I can't even imagine what's available um, non-publicly right now. So uh, this thing is so intelligent uh, that I'll, send, I'll include a link to this. There was a Google engineer that basically was working on the ethics responsibility task force at Google and 
publicly broke their confidentiality code to say, hey, this thing is sentient. And I will include a link to that, the, the news report and the, the full transcript. That's, this is a different, um, this is a different system than GPT. It's, it's a proprietary Google system, but you know, they're all kind of built on the same technology. Everything will converge to the same place. All these companies will learn from each other. So we're just kind of talking about, uh, and I'm, I'm very, um, thankful that OpenAI decided to keep this thing open to not have this power within one company. That was the intention behind it. Um, so that's for a different um, article or a different uh, video, but without hyperbole, uh, this will change every aspect of our society from the obvious things like this will change the number of people you need for any company, whether you're going to need salespeople, whether, uh, whether you're going to need um, every single knowledge worker job where, you know, required someone to be thoughtful, to write copy, to write emails, to engage, you're going to have the world's smartest computer that has likely trillions of times more knowledge than the smartest human being walking the planet has in its head um, with infinite training and tuning um, doing your work and without hyperbole, try the thing out, give it a shot, uh, look at it. So I immediately in starting to play with this thing, I realized I was going through a natural human reaction to any technology. My first step was, Oh my God, why am I hearing about this now? Everything's going to fall apart. Uh, what does this mean for me? Sort of. And I realized, Oh, actually that's pretty obvious that I would have that reaction. That's you know, evolution has tuned each of us, some more than others, but all human beings who have uh, survived to this point to be uh, more fear-based, more survival-based uh, than, than sort of more opportunistic, uh, what could go right with this. So I, I, my first wave of emotions was, we're totally screwed. Either AI will take over the world, something will happen to my sector and, and a lot of those things, uh, at least sort of the big transformational stuff for society will happen. Um, not necessarily AI taking over the world, but you know, that's a possibility. Um, but, uh, and then I realized this will provide opportunity in every single part of the world. So just like the gun brought horrendous things and the ability for countries to, you know, really be brave and transform the world, just like the, uh, atomic bomb brought, horrible things, but also the ability to, to sort of, um, have really positive things happen and, and to sort of have company, have countries avoid fighting just like the Gutenberg press brought, uh, Mein Kampf and it brought, uh, the vast distribution of, of the Bible or whatever, uh, inspirational book that you love. This has the same potential. Uh, and I think it's a really, really interesting time. So expect the nature of warfare to change. Hopefully we never see this in our lifetime because that's probably the, the biggest threat we have is just humanity destroying ourselves through this technology, but expect your job to change no matter what your job is. Uh, expect uh, our entire world to change. Give this thing a test drive, see for yourself, and then not only go through it, but ask yourself, there's a deeper kind of call it spiritual question or lens of the world, how are you seeing the world? And what will you make of this opportunity? When once you, once it clicks for you, and it might be right when you check it out, it might be a couple of years from now, um, when you really see this all over our society. But um, 
how will you, how might you, how might each of us use this technology for good? How might we both carefully make sure that it's ethically managed and regulated? Um, that's a whole different conversation. Hopefully we have um, intelligent regulators that can get ahead of this. Um, I have some doubts, <laughs> but, uh, but how might you apply this in your life for good, for the good of your own life, that of your family, your community, your tribe, but hopefully all of humanity. Um, and thinking back, I'm, I'm, uh, about 40, 41 years old. Um, and I think back 20 years ago, it was like just the conception of the iPhone, um, Facebook was just getting started. The world we will live in in 20 years, I cannot even describe. You will have, everything will be hyper-personalized. You'll have movies that are based on exactly what you're looking for. Um, we'll look back and say, wow, we actually only had uh, these movies created by these big studios that spent millions of dollars um, and did this thing, had to fly all over the world and it took years. Or songs, we had this list of songs that you can okay, kind of crudely put into your own, your own playlist. Um, but now literally we will live in hyper, hyper, hyper personalized worlds. And when you add the metaverse on top of this, it really becomes, I think a big portion of humanity will eventually be living in some version of ready player one. So what will you make of this? How do we take this technology and not sort of hide in a cave and say, Oh, it doesn't exist or wave it off and say, this is, this is not really intelligent yet, but uh, this thing is going to move very, very fast, both transforming our life and then reaching this peak of having AI train the AI itself and start having this uh, exponential growth uh, of intelligence. How will we both protect that? And how will you harness that? How will each of us choose to harness that for the good of humanity? So without hyperbole, uh, this will change every aspect of our world. Uh, mark my words. <laughs> and how can we all use it for good? Take a look. And I hope this video helped inspire uh, at least curiosity. And as you start engaging with this technology over time, whether you lean into it now or whether it eventually becomes available to you without you wanting to do it, it'll be ubiquitous. Um, how might you use it for the betterment of all uh, humanity? Have a nice day. And I hope whoever needed to hear this message, I hope it got to you.